Uh, you did the intro, so I'll uh, uh, just record it. <laughs> I think it's my turn. Hey, welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri Cities. My name is Brent. With me is Megan, our friend uh, and co-host extraordinaire. Hello. And uh, it is Thanksgiving week, everybody. Yay! So welcome to family and turkey and all of the things that come along with all of the good things. Yes. So good. I had, uh, we had a 101 at our house last night mm-hmm. and we uh, went to Costco prior to, to get the aforementioned desserts that we promised to mm-hmm. these people who signed up. And they had stacks and stacks of pies in preparation for this week. Yeah. And they had out their pecan pie. Have you ever had Costco pecan pie? No. Oh, lordy. It is so good. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. That's like pretty low on my on pie, your pie priority list. I'm not, list. A, I'm, I'm not really a pie guy. <laughs> and then I tried a pecan pie like a couple years ago. I was like, hey, this is good. I like this. And that yeah. one last night, like Kylie had a couple bites. And then I was like, well, it justifies me getting another piece. <laughs> if you t- I never even had a full piece. <laughs> So I had more than one piece. So that means I need to go to the gym later today. But it was, it's awesome. We love this time of year. Uh, we love the, uh, Kylie made wassail last night. What's, oh, yes. It's like, like the hot cider yeah, with a little mm-hmm. bit of orange, like a floating orange yep. with, uh, like, it looks like goat heads poked in yeah, it, but, but it's, it's something else. It's all spice. Yep. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. It makes your house smell good. Yeah, it's like and it tastes pretty or good. Or something cloves, like that. That's what yeah. it is. Uh-huh. That's the fancy word for it. <laughs> And uh, uh, we are taking off uh, later today, actually, to go visit my grandparents and then coming back on Wednesday and doing her family on Thursday and all the good things. You got yeah. some big plans for Thanksgiving? Just hanging out with my fam. Doing grad school. Doing grad school. We were talking about that. And then, uh, obviously, this is a kind of a season, especially this week, where you know you kind of build up. You're, you're, you've got the time off of work for most of you, probably. Uh, you've got football on, obviously, Apple Cup on Friday mm-hmm. and uh, lots of football on Thursday to watch. But then in like the evenings, you're like, it's like the movie time. It's because uh, it's cold. And yeah, dark. it's cold. Mm-hmm. And you're going to either go to the movies, or you're going to stay at home and watch one. So I wanted to kick this thing off by talking about uh, the, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the top 20 Thanksgiving movies of all time. Now, here's here's the unique thing about it. Like, I don't do you watch the SNL at all? Um, Mostly just like clips. Okay, so Steve Carell hosted this last Saturday okay. night, and so because it's Steve Carell, we watched it. We don't, we like, I like it, but mm-hmm. it's hit and miss for me, right? Yeah. Not hit Steve Carell's SNL. Anyways. Yes. They did a sketch on, uh, like, the po- this, like, imaginary, like, popular theme, uh, Thanksgiving theme song. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, come on, you know it, the Thanksgiving song. And, <laughs> and then they all start singing this weird song that nobody knows, yeah. and then all of a sudden everybody knows. It's kind of cheesy, whatever. But it, it's true, like, Thanksgiving, you've got this holiday in Christmas that has... So much going for yeah. it with decor and candles and gifts and songs and movies and Christmas movies are like, like you just, they'd have, and then, and then Thanksgiving movies. And I was thinking about <laughs> what are the best Thanksgiving movies? Uh-huh. Like, there's just not a lot of options. It's too close. <laughs> it's too close. What would be your, um, uh, you tell me your favorite Thanksgiving movie and I'll tell you if like it made the movie? list. movie? Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, you go to the movies on Thanksgiving. How is that even uh, possible? I don't. I mean, I've gone not to the you. movies I mean, on Thanksgiving once, and it was not a Thanksgiving movie. It was Due Date. <laughs> Which, Which is fantastic. 
I remember that was yeah. Zach Galifianakis at his and, peak. You're like trying to figure out if yeah. is he really good? And Robert like, Downey Jr. Yeah, do we like Zach yeah. or is he is it too much? Yeah, um, th- a movie about Thanksgiving. The only thing I can think of is some sort of Grinwald, Griswold. Griswold, yeah. yeah. National Lampoons. Yeah. Nope, not, not did not. Well, did not make the top twenty. Uh, that's okay. for sure. Uh, so the top one I figure is like a giveaway. It's mm-hmm. the Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, which got a hundred percent, hundred percent on the tomato meter. I should have said that. Yeah, I do. Well, that's an watch easy that. one. Yeah. Uh, then the number two is a movie called Krisha, which I'll be honest, never even watched, and it's not that old. 2016, 96%. How did I miss this? What is it? I've never even heard of it. Uh, raw, bracingly honest, and refreshingly unconventional. Ooh. Krisha rings fresh and occasionally uncomfortable truths from a seemingly <laughs> familiar premise, which says nothing about it, nope. by the way. Oh, here we go. There, here's the synopsis. When Krisha shows Krisha K-R-I-S-H-A shows up at her sister's Texas home on Thanksgiving morning her close and extended family greet her with and then dot 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 (laughs) and then I have to click on some clickbait and I'm not going to do it (laughs) so I think that that one just made the list because it has Thanksgiving like that's what the time frame that this story makes of it yeah and it has starring Krisha Fairchild never heard of her Olivia Grace Applegate never heard of her Trey Edward Schultz never heard of him (laughs) How is this movie ninety six percent, and how is it? I'm. This is what I'm supposed to send my Thanksgiving on. Yeah. Now, then you go to number three, and this is a classic: planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, is that a Thanksgiving movie? I can't. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so does it take place around Thanksgiving? I think they're trying to oh, get, get back. Okay. I think that's why he's trying to get back to to go see his family okay. is at Thanksgiving, not a Christmas, confession. which is more. I've never the, seen that movie. I think we have to close this podcast. You just gave me the dirtiest look ever. <laughs> it's been a while. I won't say that I've watched it in the last five years, but I have watched it. Okay. John yeah. Candy at well, his, at his saying, finest. I'm not saying it's bad. I just, there's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Okay. Well, the good news for you is you're going to have some time this week. <laughs> That's why we talk about this, Megan, so that these movies do not go unwatched uh other famous ones uh one that's called pieces of april i've never heard of 2003 but it's got katie holmes in it but she looks like she's like this emo teen from i feel like, like i've heard of that one have you i've never even heard of that uh scent of a woman which is a hilarious <laughs> thanksgiving movie uh, why are these thanksgiving movies just because they happen around thanksgiving probably because oh. there's not a lot of things that I, that I that was the point i was bringing yeah. up is there's just not a lot of thanksgiving movies so this is what they have claimed are the best <laughs> thanksgiving movies this is like the song that about thanksgiving that just doesn't make any sense no. so uh yeah avalon uh, that i think i've seen that one adam's family values which is uh, hilariously one uh funny people which is the the one about the Ooh. adam sandler and the com- comedians and like how that's okay. like there's a dark side of yeah like the stage presence and then they're typically it's super a depressed movie apparently it's a super good movie though i do remember <laughs> it being really really great and i i love uh judd apatow stuff so anyways there you go <laughs> Not not great, but I'll, I'll include it in the show notes if you want to kind of uh, look for more other options on here that maybe I've missed or or uh, if you know of a Thanksgiving movie that should have made the list, we, we'd love to hear about it. But uh, yeah. uh, and I was like thinking of like family movies or whatever where you come together and like I was trying to think of more Thanksgiving ones, but I think they're all Christmas. Yeah. I don't think they're Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving. I know. I know. It's like the... And I love it because you get... It's like the forgotten middle child Thursday of holidays. and Friday off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, when Christmas comes out, when Christmas on a Tuesday this year, yeah. guys, newsflash, um, <laughs> you 
get like, Tuesday off. <laughs> you get Tuesday off. And yeah. like some of you will like leave early on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Or or maybe you get Monday off, which is super awesome and great, right? And you should come to Christmas Eve service these like whatever. <laughs> but then you're back at it on uh Wednesday. on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Like back to work. Where at least with Thanksgiving, you get Thanksgiving, which is great. Then you get Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I don't get Sunday, but everybody yeah. else gets Sunday mm-hmm. off. It's like all of a sudden, like a really long weekend. So yep. Thanksgiving's got a lot going for it. And it it's all about food and yeah. football. And, oh, man, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm super stoked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys have any Thanksgiving traditions? Um, I have a few. One of them I'm going to talk about later. Okay. We'll keep um, that a secret. Yeah. And then um, just mostly family. Although my family, because we've lived pretty far away from our extended family for most of my life, um, Thanksgiving is usually like a friend holiday. So, um, if we have, so my mom will have it at our house or we'll have it at another friend's house, but usually it's a invite any strays kind of a holiday. Yeah. Uh, so my mom's pretty open about that kind of stuff. Like I was talking about her to her last week and I was like, well, what's happening? And she goes, well, I think it's just going to be you and your sister and her family and us, but you know, anybody else who needs a place <laughs> to have Thanksgiving is welcome to come. So <laughs> love it. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Good for her. Yeah. Is she a good cook? She's a wonderful cook. Yeah. Uh huh. I told her, <laughs> like, Mom, all I want for Thanksgiving is turkey and rolls and pie. She's like, That's all. That's <laughs> like it. Super sarcastic. No protein. <laughs> no turkey. I said turkey. Oh, you did say turkey. Okay, yeah, I missed it. And Sorry. rolls and pie. Kylie makes a sweet potato thing with a uh, again pecan. Is it pecan? Crusted crust. Probably. Crusted, crusted crust. <laughs> <laughs> if you say it twice, you can do it real fast. It works. <laughs> Uh, pecan crust. Uh-huh. Anyways, oh my gosh, it's like freaking candy, man. It's so good. Yeah, and I like to think that it's a vegetable because it has potato in the name but of it. See, potato is a starch. Yeah, well, potato is not a don't vegetable. Don't not ruin it for me. <laughs> I like vegetables, Megan. Sure, especially when they're covered brown in ones starch that are <laughs> cut up into little fries, and they, then they serve them in a yeah basket. I uh-huh. like those vegetables. <laughs> Uh, good. Uh, we, uh, we did week three of our befriend series and, uh, my wife joined me this week as I've been talking about it for a little while and didn't want to let you know when it exactly was because one, we didn't know exactly when it was going to be. I knew what, what she didn't want was it to be this next weekend because of the holiday and she, Uh she just gets, she's, she's so smart and she does a great job up there. You guys, if you were there, you saw it and you know it. Um, but it's, it's so out of routine for her. Uh, that it does, and it's not like you can stick mom life. Well, just to put my mom responsibilities on the side for yeah. a week or f- a few days or yeah. something like that. So you're doing all of that, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna also get up in front of people and do public speaking, which people yeah. hate. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I know it. Like we we talked through a bunch of stuff. It was I wouldn't say it stressed her out, but there was like an increased level of anxiety yeah. all, all throughout the week, and it was. It was nice because it was kind of shared anxiety because sometimes I, I'll even like have that kind of stuff weighing mm-hmm. on me. And I was, I was like, man, I only have to come up with half the material that I usually have to do. This is fantastic. Um, she did tell me you ended up having like a number of random children at your house the night before. Yeah, we and did. She said it was kind of nice because it distracted her enough from getting anxious about talking the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we watched Francis, which is uh, Andrew's, Andrew's uh-huh. kiddo, and he is five days younger. And five times bigger in size. He is like a rock. I'm not sure what they feed him. I, uh, he's solid. He, yeah. That dude is a linebacker, man. 
it made me maybe worry about Clive. I'm like, he's kind of a lightweight. He's going to get pushed around. I'm not, I got to start feeding him some of these sweet potato things that Kylie makes. Get some good veggies in him. Or else it's not going to be good. Um, but no, she she has spoken uh, with me, I think only a hand, maybe four times, three or four times in our mm-hmm. seven, eight years that we've been doing this thing. Um, but, uh, I'm hoping to get her up there a little bit more often, Yeah, but, uh, she does a great job. Yeah. So. We, we talked about being, befriending, moving towards people who are thankless mm-hmm. and entitled. It felt apropos to the week in terms of, yeah. uh, who you're spending time with sometimes by choice. I mean, all, typically by choice, but you know, sometimes it's blood related. So you just, you can't avoid yeah. awkward conversations and, and so we're trying to capitalize on it, but not be like, this only works if you're, if you're, uh. If you're on Thanksgiving week, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, it's a good life monster thing or, or, uh, trope or whatever to be moved, moved by and live by, but, um, super significant for this week. Um, who in your life do you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I teach kidding. in a middle school, so there's yeah. lots of thanklessness. All of them? <laughs> All of the kids that I teach. I actually thankless wrote that down. I was like, thankless student. An entire. <laughs> I, I, I did have that in our notes, like, um, that that she had the responsibility of communicating, of of saying, like, this is true for, like, all kids everywhere. So yeah. if you're a mom, like, I'll, you're not sitting there going, um, now who, like, describe yeah. this for me? Like, who are these thankless and entitled people yeah. that you keep running into? <laughs> It's it's just your kids, yeah. But you you hope that they mature up and out of it, yeah. And it's kind of a sign of maturity that that hopefully they uh, they will actually write something in a card to their mom on Mother's yeah. Day, uninitiated <laughs> from dad saying you better write yeah. a card to your mom on Mother's Day. Because uh, I totally remember that as a kid, like my yeah. mo- my dad asking me. But asking me in the way of telling me, you need to do something nice for your mom on Mother's Day. Me like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I This is a kind of a funny perspective, but I kind of want my children to be thankless. Like, I want them, their world to be, like, in a, a little bit. Like, it's so normal for them to be loved that much and cared for that much that they don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Like, Sure, Because sure. I see kids who don't have that and... You know, like I've worked with kids who don't have that. And, and anytime they're shown a little bit of love, they're like, what is this? Well, they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, or yeah. it's just like so foreign. They're like, oh, I can't believe people do this. Like, I want my kids to think that that's normal. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And what age do you think you start getting to the point where you're like, that's not good enough anymore? <laughs> well, I mean, I think I don't want them to feel entitled to it. And I want them to have responsibility. But I want them to think that that level of care is normal. Yeah. So I think it's like a different, it's like a nuanced yeah. Like I want them to be thankful for things they have and that sure. kind of stuff, but I also don't want them to think That's that what they have is a great perspective. Like I don't abnormal. want my kids to think, "Oh my gosh, I'm so lucky to have my parents." Uh at like 12, yeah. I just want them to be like, "Oh, I think I thought everybody yeah. had parents and, like this." And I as they like go to especially if they go to public school and on in life, they'll realize that, that not everyone does have that. And that's when that like true thankfulness does come in. Cause I yeah. remember for me growing up, um, cause I, my family is very, like I was loved and cared for and that was just normal. And I remember having friends or as I got older, like people who didn't have those things and then beginning to truly understand how blessed I am that my parents put me first, that my parents made sure my needs were met. And so, 
Yeah. And I think when I look at my nephews and like the way that they react to being loved by all these people who love them and it's just no big deal. Like that's what happens. Yeah. And I like, that's how I want my kids to think too. Awesome. Love it. That's, that's <laughs> and it's a weird good. perspective. But <laughs> no, but I, but I get it. I get it. Uh, and then Kylie talked about um, uh, the whole Mario thing with the princess. Did, yeah. you, did you play Mario growing up? Did that analogy make sense to you? I, we were worried. Yeah. Like I got, as soon as, I, especially when I saw the picture, I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I totally remember that yeah. frustration. And like that we were all supposed to be okay with this. Oh, yeah. You got to the end of the level and he's like got this perma smile on his face. Like, oh, no big deal. You know, princess <laughs> in another castle. That's fine. We'll figure it out. Uh, and not being like, are you freaking kidding me, Toad? Like I'm working really hard here. I re- and just need you to move in my direction a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just give me something from the princess. Uh, and then Kylie mentioned in second service, that at the end of the game, once you do beat the eighth boss, you get mm-hmm. a piece of cake. Oh. Um, and that was <laughs> that was your prize, yeah. your big thing that you just spent 72 quarters on at the arcade. Super play Mario. Like, yeah. I I wasn't huge into video games. So I, I a little bit played, like, Mario Kart and those kinds of things. Yeah. But I didn't. And I had a Game Boy, but I didn't really play Mario. I had, like, Pac-Man and Tetris and... I think I had like Donkey Kong. So she she was uh, casting a wide net because she talked yeah. about uh, early '90s video games, uh-huh. and then she also talked about musicals yeah. such as Les Mis. So yeah. it was like the broadest spectrum. <laughs> what you like the low art of uh, video games? Or you like the high oh. art of uh, <laughs> artistic get some direction? Emails about that? No, no, no like low, <laughs> not, not low, like in- intellectually. I'm just saying, like mass commercialized art, or uh, okay. you know. <laughs> Save your emails, <laughs> save them, or send them to Megan at Eastlake. Uh, uh, that's not an email address at Eastlake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It'll go somewhere. I'll make sure she gets it. Um, yeah, so so we did uh, go into a little bit. She went into a little bit of the whole uh, Lay Miss thing, which it, it, it was funny to hear kind of explaining it, because in my mind, I kept thinking, like... People know this. They sh- they've watched this movie. Just <laughs> yeah. tell them it's the the priest at the in the with the candlesticks, right? Yeah. I don't think people would have. I know, it I know, and I'm like, you guys, that's what you should be watching Thanksgiving. How that's there's probably some sort of Thanksgiving meal that took place in that film. You should watch it. <laughs> in fact, I'm gonna lie and say that it is is in there, and that you should watch that for Thanksgiving. It's a really great Thanksgiving meal. There's like music that has to do with turkeys, and <laughs> it's so good. Uh, one of the uh, things I, I thought of as she was telling this story, and it had nothing to do with the talk, mm-hmm. so it wasn't worth mentioning there, but in the actual Victor Hugo story, that so uh, Valjean steals not the candlesticks, he takes uh, like a bunch of silver mm-hmm. and then leaves, and then when he comes back, he gives him the candlesticks. Yeah. Valjean keeps the candlesticks as kind of a memento, and you see them later on in the story. You see them in the movie, too. Uh, like okay. He keeps moving them with them, mm-hmm. but he starts this business enterprise in the town that he ends up going to and uses the money from all the rest of the silver, uh, not the candlesticks, mm-hmm. to be the seed money for his entrepreneurship so it's like this whole picture of like this circular thing of that which was stolen and but then also but then forgiven Mm -hmm. and gracefully forgiven is now the seedbed for something that is fruitful and helps this industry and and this the workplace that he was working in 
um, was one that hired some of the unconventionals in that community. And yeah. so it was like, it was a, uh, re- uh, like reform thing. He, he knew that he knew that feeling of not being able to find work because of something that you did in your past. Yeah. And so then he started this enterprise that did it. So it was, there's just so much, there was so much stuff in there that was yeah. like, Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Once you know the backstory, but it doesn't make sense when I'm, I can't get too hogtied on some minute detail yeah. when I've got to get to talking about lepers who need healing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Those are the, that's the more important piece. But what about you? What were some um, things? That was just my quick two cents on um, some follow-up stuff. Oh, I had some Aquapause. thoughts. And then I like, <laughs> totally forgot my You're thoughts. Like, what are, we, are we doing this? <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting this on a follow-up podcast. <laughs> no. Um, so some of my thoughts were kind of like my personal struggle with that uh, wanting to be recognized piece. Um, cause you mentioned last week's podcast, it something I brought up in last week's podcast. Right. And I read it in the notes beforehand. And my first thought was, I hope he gives me credit. <laughs> he better give me credit. <laughs> I worked hard on that. That's so funny. I don't think I mentioned it, uh, in second service. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Sorry. But you, okay. you were in first. So yeah, you I, got in first. I, knew, I knew you were in first. So <laughs> yeah. I wanted to give you the credit there. <laughs> You didn't give me credit nah, in second. Nah. I don't even think I, I went that direction. I think uh, I just okay. changed the, the thing. That's totally fine. I tried to do it to be like, hey, guys, we also have a podcast. You yeah, just listen to uh-huh. it. Uh, which is funny because somebody came up after um, second service, maybe first, I can't remember, and said that they uh, this was their first time at Eastlake, but they've been listening to the podcast oh, prior to coming. Interesting. And I wanted to be like... Well, which one? Because we also have our talks online. Oh, yeah. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. So Kyle and I were debating which one we think it was. Yeah. But, yeah. I hope it's to say something interesting one. Oh, okay. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe they'll come up to you next week and, and tell, tell you. Yeah. If you're listening right now, <laughs> I uh, I know a little bit about where you live because we talked about the fires that were near your home. That's all I know. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. I think he, the guy had a beard. Uh, Anyways. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Um, the other thing I kind of was thinking about, uh, kind of another pop culture reference is after service, one of the, speaking of giving credit, um, someone else in the service whose name is Aaron, she came up to me and was like, you should talk to them about the book Wonder, which is a very popular book right now. It's about this uh, kid who has some genetic facial deformities and other things that are happening to him. And he goes to public school for, well, he goes to a school for the first time. And, um, (laughs) sorry, I forgot to put my computer on mute. (laughs) Philip Snyder's texting me about stocks. I can't talk right now. I can't talk stocks, Philip. Netflix Uh, is taking, I don't care. Podcasting. (laughs) Sorry. Continue wonder. ADD. Um, (laughs) And the one of the big premises of the book is that choosing kindness. So you and Kylie talked about choosing kindness over justice. Right. And um, so those moments, so there are a number of moments where the main character, whose name is August, um, could really like try and bring down justice on people who are not being kind to him. But he chooses to not. And um, just that, so like that kind of idea of choosing kindness over justice and, um, picking, picking the times when justice is really needed and picking the times when grace and kindness are what and is And that can be really hard for. too. Cause you kind of want to choose justice for them. Yeah. Like they're choosing kindness and you're like, no, come on. They're being jerks. Stop it. You know, like yeah. they should be 
given detention or they should be talked yeah. to or you can't let those people do that because they'll just do it to the next kid. Yep. So you got to and but you're almost robbing this kid of this opportunity to exhibit kindness in the face of that. And and I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. is tough to like let that thing go. I mean, that there is a huge tension between that that is probably a series all in its own about justice and kindness because yeah. you need both. I want both in, my, in the world that I live in. I yeah. don't just want kindness to prevail and no justice taking place because yeah. you turn the other cheek how many times and then it just, you know, I, it, it, and I don't want to turn the cheek for for somebody else. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to like preach that's my kids when they're getting hurt and I yeah. have an opportunity to do something about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like well, and I, I can kind do of, it for me, but I can't do it for you yeah, or it's I, not right. Um, so I had to cancel my bank account and create a new one because I'm pretty sure my mail is being stolen out of my mailbox. Oh Lordy. And I had some like, I had reorder, reordered some checks and they never came. And anyway, and so I'm dealing with all of this, all of the repercussions of having to do that and all of the things that you have to do when something like that happens and telling my parents about it. And my mom was so upset for me. I'm like calm and like, yeah, it's really annoying and I don't enjoy doing it. Uh, My mom is like irate. She's camped out at (laughs) 2 a.m. with some, some night vision goggles watching your mailbox. And so it's that, like, so I thought of it because it's that, like, I don't have a person to dispense justice to. And so, like, I can either choose to be like, well, yeah, it's annoying, but I'm going to let it go. It's not something I, I'm going to do the steps that I can do and yeah. report the things that I can report. And then, you know, and then I move on. Right. And like people I've told it to are like so upset for me. <laughs> They're like, no, it needs justice. And I'm like, well, I I can't give it justice. So I'm going to choose to like be kind about it and move on from it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so, I mean, this wasn't in my notes, but, um, (laughs) so do you remember like two years ago when we had two kids break in and steal a bunch Mm -hmm. of stuff? So we had just installed some, I mean, it was like, it was like a commercial for Nest camera security cams. We installed the Nest cams and like literally two weeks uh, somebody accidentally left a back door open to uh-huh. our alley, and two kids had come in uh, by, you know, in at midnight or after just midnight. We mm-hmm. could see the footage of them, and they came in and just explored for a while, and then they left and they came back with a truck and then Uh-oh. started hauling off stuff. Uh-huh. Actually, the first actually what happened is the first night they took a speaker just to see if we were noticing, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't notice. Uh-oh. And then I walked in one morning into the elementary room, and all of our stuff's gone, and I was like, yeah. Chris, did somebody borrow like everything and just leave the cables everywhere? Uh oh. And uh, so, anyways, we uh, we did a really so we, we watched on the cameras. Mm-hmm. We could see the two kids. We could hear them talking to each other. We made up some really, you know, funny post about yeah. uh, what happened to mm-hmm. try and, but also like, hey, we want our stuff back. Mm-hmm. But if anybody knows, and I won't say his name on mm-hmm. here, but if anybody knows this kid, um, tell him he sucks at cornhole because they yeah. played cornhole in the video. <laughs> And that he should uh, he should give our stuff back. So, mm-hmm. um, but in that moment, you're like, I, I remember being so angry and frustrated. Even though like the 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 outward presentation uh, was like, okay, we're gonna like make this kind of a funny thing. Like yeah. just being so angry and and all the, the entire staff, you kind of feel violated. You yeah, know what I mean? Uh-huh. You're like, dude. So we we literally came here at midnight the next night because they had they had come in and taken one speaker one uh-huh. night 
Uh, and then the next night had taken a lot of the stuff out of elementary. Mm-hmm. And you could hear on the video them talking about wanting like the iMac and the main auditorium oh, yeah, and, the, uh-huh. and the snake, but they couldn't haul it all. Mm-hmm. So we're like, they might come back. They might come back. So our plan was we were all <laughs> <laughs> we were camped out in the uh, office downstairs. Uh-huh. It, it was like it, uh, it was uh, Chris, me, Eric, mm-hmm. and a couple other people. And we had all this this immaculate plan. Like yeah. when they came in, we were gonna shut the door behind them. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna, we were going to. Uh, <laughs> we were. Gonna, do you watch Walking Dead at all? No. No. This isn't gonna make any. Okay. Anything fun <laughs> you then. can still say it. Okay. Other people might think it's funny. So uh, there's a character who's the bad guy on, on Walking Dead called Negan, uh-huh. and uh, it was it was right during the season where Negan makes his appearance, and he's like super bad super bad dude okay and he's got his cr- his crew his group his gang or whatever in the midst of the darkness has this like whistle that's like uh... right and that was and then like they came out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. right so our plan was these kids sneak in <laughs> we close the back doors behind them we open we come up in this room yeah. actually we were gonna flip this this little gate up because that's uh-huh. how they came in and in the, and as they're like locked in and freaking out and trying, because we knew they're high school kids and we were just gonna like toy with them for a yeah. little bit. We we're gonna do anything to them, but we we're gonna get up here and be like, <laughs> <laughs> and hope that they had seen Walking Dead and just just watch them pee themselves. Is basically what we wanted to do. And then we'd be like, all right, just kidding. But seriously though, we need our stuff back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what ended up happening is they didn't show up that night, but we did. Uh, Richland police did capture or we showed them the videos uh-huh. and, and the play and they they knew exactly who it was we got yeah. all our stuff back within like 48 hours um and then after we got it back we were like all right they're kids they're like 16 yeah. 17 mm-hmm. and we said um well we don't want to press any charges we just mm-hmm. want our stuff back mm-hmm. and they were the cops were like well that's nice of you but um we have to yeah like it's not an option it yeah. was over a certain, a certain dollar amount, amount yeah so it becomes like felony right? yeah, yeah yeah exactly and so it was like it's not really up to you and we we're like all right yeah. well if there is anything up to us we want to choose kindness but yeah. it was in that moment where it was like we're trying to choose kindness but like justice is like but there's like a justice that goes along with this yeah. because we can't just allow them to continue to to do this yeah so ah it's that weird it's, it's a very strong it's tension it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's all over the place but that's a fun story I wasn't planning on going into. <laughs> we got to move on. That's that's so that's that was week three. Yeah. Uh, this next week after Thanksgiving, come and uh, we'll we're, well here's the plan for this Sunday. We're gonna have a bunch of treadmills set up everywhere in the in the audit, in the main auditorium. You just run you, while yeah, you listen. As long as you keep, you know how sometimes you go to the golds yeah. and there's like a movie up on yeah. the screen. This week's gonna be you're gonna hear me talk and then just keep on the treadmill and I'll be on when it's myself is. Because as I mentioned, we're doing Thanksgiving with her parents on Wednesday. Uh, no, sorry, my grandparents on Wednesday, her uh-huh. parents on Thursday. And then just, I just, I think all day on the treadmill on Friday is just the yeah, plan. Uh-huh. It's just to go and just walk forever. Yeah. Until uh, my knees fall off. Um, <laughs> so the week four come, uh-huh. we're going to be taking communion. <laughs> so if you haven't had enough food, come enjoy the body of Christ with us. Uh Oh my lordy! We might have to cut that part out. We'll see. I mean, um, it's like one piece of bread. Like it's yeah, teeny. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, if you're in town, you can make it up for that. Uh, let's talk about our something interesting. Yeah. Now we we do something that we have found interesting. Either a book we've read, movie we've watched, or just some random factoid of life. Yeah, Meg, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um. So mine is my favorite uh, Thanksgiving tradition is to watch the National Dog Show on NBC. 
<laughs> you are in the minority. <laughs> I know. My family thinks it's hilarious. It's one of the... It so is. there are a number of things about me Your family's that, right. I know. There are a number of things about me that are just kind of like quirky, and my mom finds them uh, like adorably endearing. And so she enjoys immensely that the dog show is my favorite Thanksgiving tradition. Um, so I have some fun facts about the dog show. Awesome. Can't wait. Um, first of all, it it airs on Thanksgiving at noon on NBC, and it is called the National Dog Show, but it is actually the Philadelphia Kennel Club Show, and it was named the National Dog Show when they started airing it on TV in 2002. So it's only been known as the National Dog Show since 2002. It is hosted by John O'Hurley, who is an actor and dog enthusiast. He's like a comedian actor. He's been in some movies. He's... He's pretty funny. And then a former um, like dog show judge named David Fry. And then like the ringside reporting is by... <laughs> ringside reporting. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. Oh. It's by Mary Carrillo, who is a like sports reporter for ESPN. Um, the, my next fact is that <laughs> there are 192 registered breeds with the American Kennel Club Association. And this year there are two new breeds. Oh, wow. Which are really hard to pronounce. So, excuse me. I have to look at my key. One is called the Nederlandsikoikerhounds. I don't know. It's like Crushed Dutch. it. I think yeah. that's good. Go with it. <laughs> and it's in the sporting group. And then the other one is the Grand Basset Griffon Van de Haan. Anyway, it's French. And it is in the Hound group. Then that leads me to my next fact that there are seven different groups of dogs. So they are uh, Hound, Terrier, Working, Herding, Sporting, Non-Sporting, and Toy. And they each get... So the final show is the winner of each of those groups. And then whoever wins that one wins best in show. And then my last fact is this is something that I'd actually learned uh, t this when I was like looking up stuff t uh, yesterday. So the Philadelphia Kennel Club show is one of like three, they call them benched shows, which means that the dogs have to be out and available to meet the public during the rest of the show. So most of the other shows you just are in the, like you show the dog with the judge and then you can go back to wherever you. Goes like back in the kennel. Yeah. But at the Philadelphia show, they have to be out on like a table Oh. So that the public can walk around and Sign ask and questions. Autographs. Well, yeah, and That's ask questions tough. to the, the dog. Well, the yeah, breeder so and the <laughs> owners about the breed and about like the dogs and stuff. So a uh, little insight into the weirdness Megan, that is Megan. I just want you to know <laughs> nobody actually watches that has good ratings, but here's why. People turn on the television for the Thanksgiving Day Parade, yes. and then they walk away or fall asleep and forget that it's on, and then they wake up and they think, what am I watching? And they're halfway through this show, and these people think that people watch this dog show. Have you ever seen the movie Best in Show? I literally pulled it up. Yeah. I want you to look, I want you to know that. No, I've, I love that movie. Instead of watching the actual dog show, watch five minutes of the actual dog show, and then be like, wasn't that hilarious? Let's also watch something also hilarious. Best in Show, Eugene yeah. Levy is one of the classics. Uh, it's um, uh, who is it? Who's Eugene Levy is the the guy. I know, but who's the director? It's uh, uh, Christopher Guest is the uh, director. 
I'm not familiar with that, but um, the, the uh, Royal Tenenbaums, yeah, and that, that, that kind one. of a flavor. Yeah. Um, uh, so you, if you haven't watched Bestian's show, that would be it's a, a mockumentary. Great, yeah, well, about how did dog that shows? not make the best Thanksgiving? That would have made sense. Well, I don't think and, it was a Thanksgiving thing. I when, know, but it's oh, a, but now it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. The dog show's been after the parade forever. Hasn't no, it? since 2002. I just said that. Listen. <laughs> I thought it was called that in 2002. No, that's when they started airing it. Was oh. in 2002. And so that's when Jeez, the that feels like forever though. Like <laughs> I feel like I did that as a kid. No, 2002. It was 2002. Oh man, my my, my world is upside down. <laughs> best in show literally still should have been that, that list came out this year for the yeah. 20 best Thanksgiving things, yeah. and this is honestly best in show. the reason that I initially watched the dog show when it started was because I'd seen Best in Show, and I was like, "That's a hilarious movie. Yeah. Let me watch what the real one looks like." Yeah. And then it is I, a unique humor, though, yeah, isn't it? Like uh-huh. you either love it or you don't like it. Yeah, it's it's a pretty unique humor. Uh, another you, a mighty wind. Have you seen a mighty that? wind? Is yeah. the same type uh-huh. thing, um, different director, but same thing. Where I think you either love it or you hate it. Uh, is Swiss Army Man? Do you ever watch Swiss no, Army Man? No, I didn't Man? watch that. One. The soundtrack's fantastic. I, I have that on repeat all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those movies like you can watch it once and you're like, I, I mean, it's it's stupid, but it's <laughs> mildly funny and. Yeah. You you either like it or you're like that was the dumbest that was literally the dumbest movie yeah. I ever watched, and but then you can go it was it was very dumb but also slightly entertaining and I don't know I think Best in Show fits in that but it yeah, is yeah it does it's good I think it just highlights the ridiculousness of the of people who do that and yeah and the so. I the the trope or whatever of people looking like their dog yeah and acting like their dog and who's yeah. who's do the people change because of the dog that they buy or do they buy a dog that faces that yeah. looks like them? You know, what's that whole piece on it? So yeah. that's involved in it too. Yeah, so. I would highly recommend best in show. Highly. It's a wonderful movie. Don't watch the real show. No, watch, watch the one. real show. It's no. really fun. No. <laughs> Kylie's favorite show on the planet is the Thanksgiving Day Parade though. Just oh, so yeah. you know, it's, that's a, that's a go-to. We literally are planning our trip. I, cause I was like, Hey, let's just drive home on Thursday morning from, uh-huh. and she's like, and miss the parade. <laughs> You can do that with your new wife. That was basically the the look that I got. Um, so you have two choices. Yeah. So we are driving home late Wednesday. Is yeah. the plan. Uh, mine. Um, I say something interesting comes from our dearly beloved uh, Margot. Sent me some uh, stuff. Yes. She uh, Facebook messaged me a hey if you get a chance and want to do something interesting on. Mm-hmm. Uh, she introduced me to Atlas Obscura. Are you familiar with that? Well, like I've heard of it. Yeah, the there's a there's a book uh, that they make, they created, but the, it's the website is like the big deal. Every day they have some yeah. sort of a different story. Every, I can't remember if it's every day or every week. Anyways, some like cool thing that's in the world that you just don't even know about. Um, so they do one called Gastro Obscura, which is like a food based. Uh. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this week, or uh, I don't know if it's this week, or a, a recent one, the one that she sent me, is uh, how far do roller grill dogs go? Um, and what I mean, how, how far do they travel on any given day? Do you oh, know, like roller, when they're rolling? Like 7-Eleven. You, yeah, uh-huh. you ever bought a hot dog from 7-Eleven? The no, Big Bites? Big but, Bites and a Coke for like fifty. No, I mean, but I kn- I'm familiar with what you're talking about. Okay, so those little grills that they just yeah, kind of roll they all roll day long, on right? and it heats the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Do you know what the... Uh, the lifespan of one of those, not lifespan of the machine, but like how long does an average dog sit on there before it's consumed? Now, obviously that goes, <laughs> that varies in between stores, right? Yeah. The store in downtown New York yeah. City probably, probably sells more dogs than the 7-Eleven in Prosser. Yeah. Um, so, but the average, the average lifespan is about 3.4 hours, okay. which I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know how um, I feel about it either. When they say how long can they legally stay on there, it's literally indefinite. It's like a Because it's hot the whole call. time. It's 140 degrees. Yeah. 
uh, and it's like this balance thing. They move it about a half a mile an hour. Oh. Um, and so that's if, if you were like rolling this along the street uh-huh. half a mile an hour. <laughs> you were rolling a hot dog down the street. Which you could. I just wouldn't recommend <laughs> eating that. Um, and uh, they, so for, for, there's an infographic at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if a hot dog was to roll along uh, the entire way through a marathon, which is 26.2 miles, it would take it 49 days and five hours uh, to be able to do that. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, so they're saying on here, it, it technically expires in seven days. So apparently seven, maybe, seven maybe the, it, according to the infographic, that thing could be on there for seven days before you stick that thing. I'm not gonna, I gotta be careful what I say there. I said something <laughs> dumb in first service on Sunday too. And I think I laughed the loudest first. You probably did. <laughs> Half a mile. Anyways, the, 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 the moral of this story is eat enough at Thanksgiving that one of these hot dogs aren't even tempting to you yeah. on your drive to wherever it is that you're going. I've never when been you tempted see it, by one. You can be really smart and look and be like, hey, did you know that's about a half a mile an hour speed? Yeah. And the person at working at 7 Eleven will be like, dude, can you just pay yeah. and get on? This is a business <laughs> transaction and I just want to be done with this because you're freaking weird. Yeah. Um, you can smile and be like, I learned that from Say Something Interesting. There you go. And call it good. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this week's podcast. Now that you, you now that you know all of these important details, I wish you continued success yes. in life, um, especially on Thanksgiving week. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Um, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Safe travels wherever it is that you're going. We will be back next week to follow up with week four, concluding that series. Um, and uh, let me think. I, I think I, I might have had... Oh, yeah. Um, this is the last weekend of the play that's been in the theater oh, okay, for yeah. two weekends. Mm-hmm. So the mystery of Edwin Drood, um, it's a Charles Dickens story that died, that, um, was unfinished when he died. Oh, okay. And so that's the premise of this play is that it's a whodunit mystery thriller. And we, they, we don't really even know who oh. he anticipated was going mm-hmm. to be the killer. And so they've kind of taken that and modeled the play after it. And so it has 20 or so alternate endings that oh. they've already practiced and there's music for. Oh, wow. And so every show is a different ending. That's cool. Based Based on audience participation, who they vote for. So it's a really cool concept, really cool cool show. Um, They've been doing it at the Uptown here for the last two weekends. Mm -hmm. Friday and Saturday of this week are the last two shows. Um, So check them out. Mid-Columbia Musical Theater. um, Or if you Google um, Edwin Drood Uptown or something like Mm -hmm. that, you'll be able to find some tickets. I do think they do day of ticket sales, but, you know, with... Thursday and Friday and Saturday being kind of like lots of family in town mm-hmm. and not a lot of stuff to do because who Black Friday shops anymore? Um, <laughs> they, I would highly recommend pre-purchasing yeah. some tickets and, and coming and checking it out. So, all right, that'll do it. Yes. You can find me on the socials at Brent Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-E-N, Megan. Meg Bojan, B-E-A-U-J-O-N. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback from that. Other than that, we'll see you next week for another episode of Say Something Interesting. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.